What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's episode, we share a few thoughts on the recent on-stage attack attempted by an armed man towards comedian Dave Chappelle. We'll discuss the aftermath of the incident, as well as try to discuss, is comedy under attack in this day and age? Then, the crew will share their brief review of the latest album from Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and The Big Steppers. And share our likes, critiques, thoughts, favorite tracks, and whether or not it met our expectations. Then, the crew will dive into discussing and voting on the greatest hip-hop video since the year 2010. Find out which hip-hop video will be the last one standing. Then, for our album face-off, We'll be putting a tribe called Quest's People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm against De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising and weigh in on which album we felt was better and why. And then the crew share what they've been bumping for the week. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. What's going on, Vess? What's up? What's up? How y'all feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good, man. I cannot complain. What's good with you, man? How's the family? We good, man. We good. We just uh, got back from Vegas last night. Oh, we there for uh, We went there Saturday. Definitely stayed the night. Nice, nice. But y'all took in some shows and stuff? Uh, we saw the Jabberwock. Man. Oh, nice, nice. Man, that was a great show. <laughs> you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't tell nobody you was going over there? <laughs> um, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> what's good, Zach? Man, what's happening? Like, we might have a full house tonight. Got Reggie, got Reggie coming in the spot. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, he got a new picture up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looked like he was a jerk of a kid. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. What's good with you, though, Zach? Uh, uh, this has been a week of making bricks without straw. Like, I've literally been trying to get, oh, man, so much going on. <laughs> That's all right, all right. though. I was able to make it. Nigga, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing important, though. Like, for real. <laughs> Yo, well, what's good? What's good, Reggie? What up? What up? What's happening? Like, I like the new picture. I was just talking about how you look like you was a, as a kid. You look like you was a, a, a big jerk. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, hey, I was at my, I was at a wedding, dude. I'm pretty sure they had me trying to like probably take a hundred pictures that I didn't want to take. <laughs> hey, what, what was you doing? You the ring bear or something? Like, yeah, I was a ring. Oh, sure. I, I got my trunk open as I'm driving. Uh oh. Yeah. And I'm in, uh, what's the name? Yeah, I just pulled off. And I've been drinking. That's not a good thing. Ah. <laughs> I guess oh, I'll, I'll edit that out the, out, out the recording. <laughs> you want no evidence, you know? <laughs> it's all good. I'm pretty sure, uh, statute of limitations will be over with by that. So I really can't do it. As long as you ain't got no PPP loan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't partake in that. <laughs> unfortunately, I, how you need is a corporation or a sole proprietorship. 
<laughs> yeah, until they find out it's fake. Right. Oh, no, right. I ain't saying fake nothing. No, God, no. Uh-uh. You know, they, they just passed the bill. They said they set the statute of limitations to 10 years from now. What you mean? Oh, you oh, they can uh they can they can go up and up to twenty thirty two, yep. And, and yep. re relook at that and see if you really got a business. Twenty thirty two, yep. Woo, that's crazy. Yeah, they they about government. to go after everybody. Government they want their money, man. They not they don't play about that. You 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 borrow something from them, they want it back. Like That's it. Yeah. Just make them payments. You be all right. They wanna know how it's been spent. Mm-hmm. Man, but let's let's dive right into this show, man. We got a lot to get into, a lot to cover. Um, so much going on. This story is kind of old, but the, the, there was been a recent development in it. I'm sure all y'all saw the footage of Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage and everything by uh, a, a, a crazy assailant, a 23 year old uh, person by the name of Isaiah Lee, who, believe it or not, is a pro MAGA rapper. Um, mm. big big Trump guy. Did not know that. <laughs> oh, y'all didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that either. Yeah, he had a whole song dedicated to Dave Chappelle, and he had some other song on the internet where he was dissing everybody who talked about he quote unquote his president. Kind of an unstable dude, right? But it's interesting y'all haven't heard that because I was just about to say that detail is not being talked about enough in my opinion but you know but whatever and of course when when we all saw the footage and the story broke and everything people a lot of people instantly thought oh man it's all will smith's fault he opened the floodgates you know what i'm saying i just wanted to ask y'all briefly what what was y'all's feelings on the current climate with that do y'all feel that as some people have have claimed that comedy as we know it is under attack. Absolutely. It is Will Smith's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, to me, he set the precedent of if someone is in their feelings and getting talked about, like they are entitled or have the right to feel like they can say something or do something about it in that instance. And that's not the facts. Like, it's, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You In high school, you get roasted. Like, that's right. deal with you learn to roast back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you get talked about a whole lunch period, and then you go to class afterwards. Like, you don't slap the person <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? Like, make a big deal about it and go to the teachers and all. That's not how it works. Like, it's not how it operates. Like, And that's that kind of culture. <laughs> I think I I think though a lot of people though are going to feel or they already have said that when they were back like yeah you just can't talk about anybody you got to watch who you talking about and that's not what it's about like comedy is comedy like they kind of have like a pass on that because they do it in such a way that you know what I'm saying even you laugh at yourself and so the fact that he kind of did that allowed people to like feel entitled I feel like like they feel like they can do anything, you know what I'm saying, if they want to. And I'm not saying that they he is the sole and you know what I'm saying, person and feeling that way, or he contributed yeah. to it solely. But him and and with social media definitely is gonna have people feeling entitled to like, <coughs> you know, try to fight a person or go up on stage or you know what I'm saying. What's the word would they use when they uh, 
uh, heckle, heckle a comedian. Like that's you're gonna see more and more of it. It's just what it's gonna be now. Now, now I, I I won't place it all at Will Smith's feet because the 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 two the two examples aren't equitable. You got a dude who's worth a lot of money at this high profile event slapping a comedian versus a dude who's a relative nobody attacking a rich powerful comedian so the the two plus the responses was different will smith walked back to his seat and just sat down and and this dude got the crap beat out of him by dave's security team and john stewart and apparently buster rhymes buster rhymes and jamie fox and jamie fox and and uh dave chappelle dave chappelle got in there too he did he did and they beat the brakes off this dude and and you know who knows he probably ain't even feel nothing because he might have been so coked up on something who knows yeah but you can't help you can't help but think you can't think it's this can't be a coincidence so like things have been happening like uh what's that guy's name that's with the uh 85 south boys uh dc young fly yeah young fly he stole off somebody walking up on stage sure did but that dude's with it you know what i'm saying like yeah so i mean it's like and then it was a guy he was holding a chair because the guy would have ran up on stage you know it's like it's, it's so things have been happening but i i don't think this incident was a coincidence i think he was trying to strike when the kettle was hot because supposedly he had, he had some some other message involved so i think he took the opportunity because of what will smith did but i don't know if like as a whole it's gonna make people be more emboldened because some people get drunk and they do stupid things anyway I- right Right. I agree. I agree. But I think it's going to be a lot of sucker types mm-hmm. that's going to feel a certain way. They're they going to get handled. They're going to act on it. They're going to they get handled too. But I just think that that's going to. I mean, you asked, was it going to open the floodgates? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a. I think it's going to be a situation. Where, and then it's going to be had to be like, oh, no, nah, nobody's going to Will Smith me tonight. Or, yeah, it's gonna be, it's like gonna be some a type lot of, thing. of exactly. It's gonna be a lot of comedians, comedians stating that fact, like, oh, oh you, you you got the wrong one this time, or whatever the case. There's gonna be a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, now here's what's interesting: the security who were in charge of securing, quote unquote, this event, who was the same security company that was hired for the Astro World event that went left. And there's a lot of talk about that. Like, yo, how secure are these security agencies that we're hiring out? Because even if you hire a security guard who's on his job, the numbers just aren't in your favor with these venues, with them being safe. It's still one security guard to every 100 people. So if a thousand people decide, oh, we just gonna rush the stage or whatever, there's there's really very little they can do. But, you know, I, I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. I think that's something that needs to be looked into. And as far as it being an attack on comedy, I don't know, man. It, it's I think comedy is 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 going to be able to. It's, it's, comedy is going to get through this. I think this 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 weird period we're in. You know what I'm saying? In society right now, where people are just super sensitive to things and hypersensitive to things. And I, I don't even think so much that it's a it's a, an attack on comedy as so much as as it's an attack on civility. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And not knowing how to react to people that you might disagree with. You know, it's like, you know, do we forget? You know, January 6th, 
we, we saw we saw thousands of people rush the Capitol, you know, the, the seat of American democracy because they didn't like how the election turned out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they were just going to disrupt things, be violent to whatever extent they felt like being violent until they got their way. And I think that's that's kind of where, where we're at in society. I think um, I think comedians just happen to be on the front line with stuff because they have such controversial opinions and as y'all brought out heckling ain't new it's just in the past it just got a comedian shut that stuff down or you know what i'm saying somebody got him out of there and it was it was you know handled but now it's like we got all these shifting sensitivity levels it's it's honestly kind of hard to keep up with you know certain groups are getting a voice more than ever and other groups for whatever reason feel attacked because of that so now they're going to ante up you know uh and, and crank up their behavior and be louder and be bolder and be more confrontational and you know unfortunately comedians tend to offend people from time to time even even the cleanest of comedians say stuff who stay away from controversial topics still piss people off i don't know are y'all familiar with uh jim gaffigan yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's hilarious mm-hmm. jim gaffigan hold on he's like the least confrontational comedian on the planet <laughs> i know i know unless, unless it was a vegan or something in, in his audience <laughs> right someone that doesn't like hot pockets <laughs> maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it was well he said he, he he purposely stays away from commenting on like politics and stuff but he said he said some funny stuff about religion and he's had some jesus freaks come at him and and, and send him death threats and stuff so no, what? You know, that's that's, that's cool. There's always going to be somebody, you know, offended, you know. But I, I think it's deeper than than just an attack on on comedy. I think it's I think it's saying, man. I think I think it's political. I think it's political. Like Zach, Zach kind of already touched on it. You know, with people feeling emboldened because of social media and and yep. you know these these figureheads on major networks like sending out dog whistles to people to kind of wake them up and certain groups just feel more emboldened now because they're backed into a corner and they feel i don't know they feel i guess endangered because other groups are making progress that they've already made so then now they're willing to get you know violent and crazy and and unfortunately there are people who encourage and approve of these types of actions you know because it's in the name of free speech because it's in the name of patriotism oh it wasn't that bad you know that's that's unfortunately the political discourse uh that exists right now and and, and many le- leaders are approving of this you know and you know as, as long as it's in the name of patriotism or whatever i believe you know but as far as comedy being attacked you know it, it's this ain't no you know um i think we just got more smartphones floating around now that's kind of recording everything yep. you know paul mooney went through the same thing richard pryor went through the same thing Moms Mabley went through the same thing, you know, but um, this this latest shift is coming from very entitled, you know, and emboldened people who come from a political ideology, you know, and I, I'm not to say that the left isn't capable or, or hasn't done similar things, but it's usually motivated when some sort of injustice has been done, like, okay, now we're going to block the freeway, you know, but with these other types, man, it's... it's you know, it's something a little bit more to it, a little bit more in- inflammatory and dangerous, in my opinion. But Dave Chappelle talked to the dude. He he asked the cops if he could speak to him, 
you know, before they took him away and they did. And he, he said that the dude claimed he was trying to draw attention to his grandmother being displaced because of gentrification. And I'm just thinking, what? I'm thinking like, what the hell? I mean, hell? yeah, it has nothing to do with what I, that just shows that the dude is an idiot. I mean, that's not. <laughs> you got them too. That has nothing to do. Has nothing to do with anything else. That just oh, he's mentally. He could be mentally ill, man. He could be mentally no, ill. No, no, no. Like, facts. Facts. He's some therapy. I ain't seen one one picture of this dude where he looked okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, because the only picture you get of him is after when he got his whole arm twisted up. Right. But I. But I'm just. I'm. I mean, again, I think it's the entitled people that is going to make. I, I, well, not just comedy, but I'm just saying things just in general, uh, taking it out the box. And again, like we spoke on already, I think it's the entitlement is just coming from, you know, social media. And I think, though, that, that the Will Smith does contribute to the entitlement. You know what I'm saying? He's providing a, that's a just my thoughts. We, yeah. yeah, because because even his comment he was just like saying you know you get you get tired of having to smile and do this and do that and it's like well like nigga that's what you get paid for <laughs> like, yeah, you, I, I can't i can't go there like, i can't i can't put it on wheel man i can't I, I think i think this country has been been going in this direction for a while you know no, it has been but i'm saying him him being that that celebrity or that forefront and then kind of like doing that acting out in that regard it kind of it kind of almost puts a stamp on everybody else's feelings. Oh, if Will feels that way, then I, I'm, then I'm the way I'm feeling is right. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I see that point of view. I just, I'm not. I, I do think there's some people who are easily influenced, as you've described. But I just, yeah. I think it's way broader than just Will Smith. Yeah, everybody's still wound up from COVID. The whole reason why January 6th happened was because niggas was on lockdown for, what, a year plus, couldn't do nothing. Plus, their their guy was getting, you know, lost the election. So they was, yeah, they was going to tear stuff up. And that's exactly what happened now. Like, everybody still, they formed this, these habits of being keyboard warriors, you know, all throughout COVID. Now they actually get to play their fantasies out and one cat got his arm twisted as a result. <laughs> I don't know that I'm necessarily equating those two things together, though. Like the situation with with the uh, the Capitol, I think, is a different breed than my man ran who ran up on stage. I think those are are, are different ex- expectations of outcome. I think like the the Capitol situation was different. Let's not go there. I don't think it was exactly as it was portrayed <laughs> on the news. I, I hear you. I hear you, Jamil. But what I'm saying is that they're they're all people of a certain type. They all have a certain sure. ideological lean. And you sure that's the common thread? And you disagree with that? And then, oh my God, I'm a keyboard warrior. Let's, there, let's, there are let's other there are other there are other threads. Like There's what? other th- things involved with this Venn diagram. But that partic- people from that particular side, I'll just say, they believe more in violence as being a way to get what they want than others if you follow i'm not sure who you're talking about though okay so i, I don't know that <laughs> others the others at the beginning of the conversation uh i'm Reggie not sure with you bro i follow you i follow you the whole time i'm, I'm trying to lead you into a direction <laughs> to get you get you canceled <laughs> hey man, I was gonna get you to say something. That might that might happen anyway, man. That might happen anyway. 
Yeah, because I, I didn't know if you knew Jamil if he, this dude was a was a pro MAGA rapper who attacked Dave Chappelle. I didn't I even did know not. that was a thing. Me neither. I didn't. I did not know that was the case. That's you didn't hilarious. know that, Jamil. Okay. Okay. No, I did not know that. Okay, that's what I was kind of getting at. That's how I was aligning him with them. You know, he had a whole song about Dave Chappelle. You probably still find it on YouTube. And, you know, he was sending middle fingers up at everybody who talked about his president, Trump. And he he's a loon. He's a loon. Wait, 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 wait. So he's a MAGA rapper, but he mad about gentrification? Right. You need to, you need to bring this up at the next meeting, bro. That's why I say I think he might be, he might also be mentally ill, but people of that stripe are are quicker and, and, and will readily more results of violence to get their way. Sure. Because they're, the consequences are, are negligible at best in most cases. Now, my man learned a valuable lesson that I think, you know, needs to be taught uh, across the whole internet. <laughs> yeah, we just gave him some help, <laughs> right? <laughs> in the in the in the words of the uh, great American philosopher Andre Benjamin, "Run up on him!" <laughs> like you can't just—we've gotten out of hand in general. We we you know we say wild stuff online, and you know thinking that you're going to be able to translate that to to real life, and nothing is going to happen, and. Yep. You know, in a lot of cases it doesn't, but he, he got the help he needed that day. I think he has a better understanding of how the world works. There's consequences <laughs> for what you do. <laughs> every every time. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I just wanted to just, just ask y'all that question. If y'all y'all felt it was comedy being under attack, or if it's just something something deeper there, y'all feel it's just going on with society. I feel it's something deeper. You know what I mean? Like I don't think you know reggie was kind of commenting on will smith i think will smith is more of a symptom than a than a catalyst than anything when it comes to people kind of losing control and you know lashing out violently i think i think he's just as much of a product of it as anybody else you know i i don't think i just I, i'm hesitant to lay things at the feet of a black man that you know what i'm saying <laughs> that has well, he was clearly influence over what the broader society does i think he does though like he in particular has a pretty good, you know, place in in pop culture where he influences behaviors more than the average person. I would say, but I think Will just snapped. Quite honestly, I think no, Buddy, I, just had, Buddy just had enough. <laughs> no, I think he did snap, but I also think I also think the way the world is affecting him as well. Yeah, um, snapped yeah. about you know what, because because <laughs> even his. His evolution in life, like, you know, he's doing all these things that he was fearful of. He's like doing all these daredevil stuff and he's he's writing this book about insecurities and all this stuff. And like he's trying to like evolve as a person. And I just think that he kind of fell victim of being a mark at the end of the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? A sucker. Like, yeah. Something that yeah. he normally wouldn't be, but because of what society has become. You know what I'm saying? Again, because of social media, because of, you know, the way of the world and, and everything else that is, is involved in, he fell victim to it. Yeah. And I Indeed. just think that he's becoming the poster child of 
Sucker. You know what I'm saying? Of that, yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know, sucker type, you know what I'm saying, vibes or whatever you want to call it. But he he's like the poster child of that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. All right, all right. Let's switch gears a little bit real quick. Man, Kendrick Lamar, uh, last Friday, he dropped the album, his fifth studio album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. It was a it's being marketed as a double album, uh, which uh, kind of surprised me because the length of it is 73 minutes, which you look at some of his other albums, like they're the same length, if not longer. But um, it's 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 dropped. You know, we've a few of us. If, I, I think all of us really are Kendrick fans. I, I, I think it's fair to say. Uh, and fortunately, we've had a, a few days to kind of marinate on the release a little bit. And I, I, I did talk off wax with Reggie about this this album a little bit. And um, I wanted to ask y'all in 60 seconds or less, can you all give me your review and impression of the uh, new Kendrick Lamar album? If you liked it, disliked it, in between, need to spend more time with it. Zach, I'll start, I'll start off with you. Cause oh, me man. and you actually text uh, about this album a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, that, 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 this album to me is, is one of the, the best albums I've ever had and it had heard in in the sense of just how it like just touched my my soul like like <laughs> like like you know me i'm 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 about you know a good good tune you know what i'm saying tell me a good story you know and and, and let's get some ideology in the way and i'm good this here it spoke volumes like like n95 the 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 i i mean just purple hearts like crown um, I, I, the Auntie Dyers was cool, you know, but but the the thing that really got me, like it actually brought a tear to my eye, was Mother I Sober, and like Ooh. it is a tr it's it's a trigger, like I, I, whoever hears this, it's a trigger warning. If if you know of someone or if you've gone through it, man, I it's just like at first the album went left, and I'm trying to do this on the 60 second. It went it, it was cool you know i loved it then it kind of went left but then it came right back on point and finished strong and i was just like wow i i just sat there so i'm gonna have to re-listen this about another 26 times but yeah for sure this best album i've ever heard pump the brakes like best album you've heard this year or to say ever like the, the 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 weight of the topics he's covered just man you know what oh, i'm saying wow. and yes the, the 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 gravity of that just mother i sober alone to me justifies the entire album that, that's a wow with like 20 20 o's in between the w's <laughs> right we was gonna get such a hot take tonight Wow! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like, like I said, that's just me. Zach's a fan. Um, Vince, man, what did, what did you think? Well, I won't. I won't be so hyperbolic to say it's the best album I've ever heard. But I gotta say this too. The first listen, I, I um I made a mistake and listened to it with a different idea of what the album was gonna be. Because what I was hearing leading up to it was some funkiness and some, you know it was gonna be like something style a certain stylized type of album. So when I heard the first song, he started doing that leprechaun stuff like I be talking about all the time that I hate when he does his voice a certain way. 
got the little to me it's like sounds like a, a little leprechaun talking mm-hmm. and i don't like when he does that but um, i think that's just his voice no nah, but he like he 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 goes into he a different voice yeah 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 and so um but the, but we already know what he wrote was dope everything he wrote was dope but like the way he decided to deliver it when i first heard it, i'm like hey this don't sound nothing like what it was described to be so i made that mistake but then when i heard it again just listening to it for what it was man it it was just it was amazing um it was really amazing like zach was saying some of the stuff he touched on it was unexpected too the way he did it it just came out just like wow Swinging. yeah yes. to go back again like what did he just say yep um the song he did with old girl i forget what it's called like we cry together or something yeah, yeah Taylor Payne. man that's that right one. there that's another one. that yeah, right there classic example of a, of a uh toxic relationship man like yeah and he I ran mean, the gauntlet on what every what everybody is talking about yeah yeah, yeah. When he said this is what the world sounds like, like I, I totally got it. At the beginning of the track, it's like that's the dialogue, you know, between black men and black women right now. You know, thank, thank thanks to people like Kevin Samuels, but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, that album was just. Hey man, no, no Kevin Samuels hate on this podcast. <laughs> oh, there will, there will be plenty Uh-oh. of Kevin Samuels hate on this podcast. Nah, <laughs> no, no, not, not on my hate, end. Man. Not on my end, Red. I mean, the man, with you. the man is dead, but uh, I, I, I do believe that it is worth that conversation because I think we, we are split as a, as a, as a, as a, as a show. I think we got people on all sides of the aisle on this. We can have that conversation. Yeah, I, I, think, I, it was, I think it'll make for a good show. I definitely plan to have. A I'm, conversation. I'm all for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can, we can do it. <laughs> now, let's, let's, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Kevin said next week I have my clip loaded but um so you so you you liked it then oh I loved it it was um he you know Royce the five he kind of coined a new phrase called checking boxes yeah he checked all the boxes but I think he also added some more because Kendrick Lamar he doesn't write the same way everybody else writes it's 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 just something different that he does he's He's doing some artistic stuff like it's art. And I mean, I know everybody else can say like music isn't art, but like he's really showing you what that means as far as the way he the way he focuses on music. He's not just writing songs. He's it's like a it's a whole different thing going on in his mind when he when he puts pen to paper, if he even does that, you know. It was, it was it was just I mean I'm I, I'm still finding gems out of it every time I listen to it. So absolutely, absolutely. Yo, yo, Reggie, man. So what what were your final thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm if you have final thoughts on the album, because some people are still formulating their opinion, but what what were your thoughts? I know we had we had talked a, a couple of days ago about it. Oh, you can come sorry. back to me, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, all right, for sure. Uh Jamil, uh, what were your thoughts on the on the Kendrick Lamar album? Um I think that it's going to be very divisive. Um, by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, this was a, a great piece of art. I could see where like purist purist would kind of hate on it because he did do a lot of singing. Um, 
I can also see where the hoteps are gonna hate on it because he said some stuff that you know they they ain't gonna like it. They not just not gonna like it. The bar that caught me, where I finally like stamped that yes, this is gonna be a very divisive album. When he said, I can't remember how the line went, but it was on uh, Mother I Sober. When he was like uh, some about covering up. Um, covering up trauma with, with tattoos and, and chains or something like that. I'm like, ooh we he touched the nerve and he's he's saying the quiet part out loud. Like Zach mentioned, if it if it wasn't you, you probably know somebody. And you know, we as men don't do a great job of having those discussions. Um I worked in that arena for, for quite a while. And it's it's a very real thing, you know, when you're talking about just the breakdown of family and the trauma that, that people carry uh, young folks community. young folks in, in particular absolutely so um i i love it i enjoy every bit of it even the kodak black appearance which <laughs> i am on record as saying i can't stand kodak black um i think he's a i think he is a, a, a racial pixie <laughs> that, that, that's what i wanted Ow. to mention too that Ow. poem that, that kodak black poem <laughs> Was actually, right it was actually good. It was really good. That's how I, I know, know if he wrote it. I don't know if he did not write it. But I, I think I'm, he I'm, did write it. I'm with you. I don't, I'm with you. you heard because you heard his verse. I'm with <laughs> you. On the, I'm with you on the Kodak Black man. He looked like he's nah, gonna break I, out I, a banjo and, and and start singing about catfish at any moment. <laughs> exactly. I would bet money. That's hilarious. Me personally, man, I I love this album, man. Like. I, I listened to it when I talked to Reggie. I listened to it maybe like one and a half times. And I remember telling him, I'm like, man, dude, there's a lot here to unpack. Like, there's a lot here to break down and dissect. And I was like, man, I really need to spend some more time with it because we were kind of talking about how it sounded sonically. And I'm, man, dude, I'm so glad I got a chance to spend more time with this album. Um, uh, my, my wife was out of town this week in New York with her mom and sister. So I, you know, I had to create to myself, I could kind of focus on it. And initially I was like, hey, I, I like it. I, I'll probably give it a seven out of 10. But as I spent more time with it, I was like, oh man, this is like a nine out of 10, nine, 9.5 out of 10. It, it's, it feels like a therapy session, man. Like a, a very intense therapy session uh, with music. And, and it sounded kind of like an ex extension of To Pimp a Butterfly to me. And with the topics that he covered, bro, like he gave me what I expected to get from the Black Star album. You know, with touching on things such as family trauma and the need to go to therapy, misconceptions about masculinity, uh, homophobia, transphobia, uh, COVID. You know, I, I knew, Jamil, you talked about the line that caught you and you was like, eh, certain niggas ain't gonna like this. The line that caught me was when he said, uh, seen a Christian say the vaccine market a beast. Market a beast. Yeah. Caught COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Then yes. I caught COVID and started to question Kyrie. Will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? You know, and I was like, eh, basic niggas ain't going like that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, man, it's about time somebody broached these topics. It's like, you know, and I, I, I love that Kendrick is doing that. But at the same time, I hate that he seems to be the only one doing it. You know, right. so I, I felt... I felt like these these themes were long overdue that he was touching on. He is an artist who is is growing and has grown, 
And what's better is that he's inviting his fans and his listeners to grow with him, but not do like finger wagging at conduct he disapproves of, but by confronting past drama, family history, even national history, and just asking tough questions and painting pictures we all can relate to and tackling certain issues head on. So, you know, where, where I would place it in his discography, I don't know. Um, I haven't figured that out yet, you know, but I just, it kills me when I hear people dog this album out because it's like, man, like it's been five years. It's like, what did you really think he was going to come back with? With all that's been going on in the world, did you really think he was going to come back with an album full of joints like Swimming Pools? So, man, I, I, I applaud this album. I have thoughts about the Kodak Black feature that are would be better fleshed out on another episode, but yeah, yeah, that, that, those are my thoughts. But, but Reggie, say real one quick. more thing. Oh, go ahead. I'm kind of I'm kind of salty that um, there seems to be a disconnect between him and Black Hippie because Absol needed to be on this album. Hmm. If, if hmm. nobody else, like this, is kind of in his lane of the 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 type of music that he makes or has made. That that is an element that I did not uh, think about, Jamil. But you are absolutely right. Hmm, okay, I'm gonna have to check out more Absol then. I also just wanted to say one last thing about did you guys pick up on the tap dancing in certain parts throughout the entire album? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to completely figure out what the significance of that is, but I, I'll figure it out the more I listen. <laughs> I, I, to it. I, I I already have a a, a, <laughs> a theory. As as do I. Let me just say that's culture. (laughs) (laughs) So I I mean, I got um, an idea, but I just want to make sure I I get it all the way. What you saying, Reggie? No, I I mean, I I know you was trying to you you wanted to get my thoughts on it. uh, You know, I'm saying despite uh, us having this conversation already, uh, my my opinion really ain't changed. Um, I think it's a good album. I never like say that it's not good. You know what I mean? But um, as we were talking, like I feel like I felt like I was listening to a musical. Um, I felt like I was listening to uh, theater or kind of like you said, a therapy session. Or I feel like it's going to be an album that will be discussed in school, like you know, college level, uh, mm. like a curriculum. Um, and with that being said. I think that's phenomenal for 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 those lanes. Um, but to listen to it as a hip hop album, I wasn't really feeling it in that regard um, because I feel like as dope as it is, I'm not going to revisit it after like a couple weeks. It came out. I'm listening to it. A few weeks later, some other artists are going to come out, and I'm not going to revisit this because although these topics are things that people relate to, it's a it's not something that you're just going to be listening to while you barbecuing or like you out with the homies and y'all sitting in the back of the yard just drinking a couple cold ones or like I'm just in the car just driving. Like it's just not something that I'm going to be tapped into. It's just not. And so for that reason, it kind of loses me because I feel like he's a, a great artist and I feel like that he could do that in a way that still apply that aspect to his music and i understand that him being the artist he can choose how he wants to do that and so hey you know you have to accept what he, what he does but you know for that reason i was just like you know i think it could have been done better 
Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of joints in on that I like. You know what I'm saying? I think the stuff that he touched on was definitely subject that should be touched on by a lot of different artists. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just thought it was interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. It, 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 you're right. It's definitely an album that's got a place in time. And yeah, hanging out, having a good time ain't the time and place for this album. You know, but it, you know, it's that's the case with a lot of albums. You know what I mean? It, it just, it, it still doesn't negate the the fine craftsmanship that you know he's giving you and presenting to you. No, no, no. Facts, facts. I mean, you you see his talent and and the fact that he's even able to touch these subjects, to even put it in the rhyme scheme, like all that aspect of it shows how dope of an MC he is. You know what I'm saying? So I would never, you know, what I'm saying discredit him in that regard by no means. Uh, Again, you know, just as a hip hop fan, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who loves to just listen to music, you know what I'm saying? It's just hard to listen to on a consecutive basis. And you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh man, this boy fire. And just keep listening to it. It's like, I'm not, it's not going to happen for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. It's not an easy stuff. Exactly. And in fact, in fact, I think, in my opinion, that is why you have the Kodak. That makes sense. I think, I, because I, I the think Kodak a puts very, a different aspect very, to it. I think there's I think some Kodak very Kodak puts a different aspect to it. It also, it also lets you know that, like, yo, despite the fact that he's at this level, like, at the end of the day, he's still a nigga. And <laughs> there go Kodak for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I, I think, somebody I think... that can also relate to what he's talking about, but at the end of the day, like, he in the street. So I think, like, that well, I think it's deeper than that. I think it's, I think that's part of it, but I think there's some other very specific reasons he included Kodak Black as the narr- the narrator on this particular album. But that d- requires a deeper conversation that, that I'm I'm not ready to have or have time to have right now. Rather, but uh, okay. but that was my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, but I do think that was very purposeful for very specific reasons to have him on there. But um, it looks like we all kind of agree that the. The album is uh, phenomenal and, and definitely worth the wait. You know, maybe Reggie don't think it's phenomenal, but he, he still agrees that it's a, it's a good album. You know, the fact oh, that right, right, we can right. even have a, a scholarly conversation about what this means and what that means. And we just scratching the surface. We ain't even really that dope, yeah. really deep into the album. Because um, yeah. there's some deeper stuff on here that, that I, I would love to get into on, on another conversation. But, um, but hey, man, let's get to this this this, this videos bracket, man. I I remember a few seasons ago we had did a bracket for the best hip hop videos, and it was kind of limiting because it was just the best hip hop videos, period, or whatever. And um, I was like, dang, I really should have done it by a decade. That would have that would have made more sense. But so what I decided to do was do a bracket where we rated the best hip-hop videos since the year 2010 so it would encompass you know the 20 teens and everything and and the spillover into the 2020s which is where we're at now and just kind of give certain videos props for being creative dope insightful artful whatever the reason or whatever they may be you know and kind of give them their flowers and vote on which one we felt was the best and i encourage you all to vote for the video that you found the you know the most entertaining or you know, struck you on a deeper level. Whatever reasons you like it is your reasons for liking it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to pigeon, you know, pigeonhole anybody's, you know, criteria for picking what the better album is, or I'm sorry, the better video is. You know, just the one you like personally. 
you know so we'll, we'll roll with that all right let's get into it so we're starting off with 32 videos and we are going to narrow it down to the final one stand so uh first up in our bracket we got jay-z with a story of oj going up against quelle chris and gene gray orange purple and gold i'm gonna say story of oj the, the imagery the 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 expressiveness of what it is to be black in you know among the majority of this country yeah definitely okay we got one for oj you got two for story of oj yeah you got three you got three all right jamil who you got i'm going with story oj all right that's unanimous because i was going to go story of oj even though i really really love orange purple and gold that that video was a good time and i did not know gene gray was so cakey yes lord <laughs> she she hadn't always been though that no was. no 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 she had not and then i saw that video i was it's like, like was wild. <laughs> you been you been keeping secrets? <laughs> she got she got a little bit older and gained some weight. Yes, yes, sir. She All right, rounded as her bars are now. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I mean, yeah, she just a cool chick all around. But yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Next up, we got Kendrick Lamar with all of the stars going up against Schoolboy Q. John Muir. We got TDE versus TDE. Exactly. I'm going with John Muir, man. But Schoolboy Q. Yeah, I'm going John Muir. That was that was interesting uh, camera choice. Bro, you could have you could have shot a whole movie like that if you if you had right. a good enough script and good enough direction and writing. You could have you could have filmed a whole movie that way and like. Just the, I mean, it kind of did. It just was short. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> I was, I was honestly blown away, you know, at the creativity of that video, and um, you know, just a day in the life of some hoodlums, man. And it's like, you know, how quickly things turn. You know what I'm saying? When you're doing certain things in the streets, um, I thought that was an outstanding video. But you said John Muir too, Reggie. Yeah, I'm going with that as well. Okay, okay. I think that is unanimous. Yeah, it's, it's oh, definitely no, no, unanimous. It, it ain't unanimous. Oh, I, I my, my fault, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked all the stars. Like, like that that track, I just loved it from the uh, Black Panther movie. You know what I'm saying? That imagery was, was decent. I did I did like that uh, uh, that uh, 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 you know, video, but I, I kind of thoroughly enjoyed the, you know, all the stars, personally. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to differ. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, well, he's the only one that differs. I respect I go John Muir. I, re I respect it. All right, next up we got Run the Jewels with "Don't Get Captured" going up against another Schoolboy Q track, "Man of the Year." <laughs> uh, man of the Year. Man, uh, man of the Year. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, "Don't Get Captured." What you got Zach. <sighs> so I'm, I'm gonna go with Run the Jewels. I have to. That means I'm the tiebreaker. <laughs> I mean, Q, Q was indeed the man of the year in that video, I must say. He was. Nothing, he was. nothing needs to be said about that uh, video, but man of the year. Right. TNA yes, Jiggle indeed. Jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, as much as I loved man of the year and still love it, 
I gotta go with Don't Get Captured. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great commentary on gentrification. Man, for real. Uh, the claymation animation was on point. But yeah, shout out to Man of the Year. Um, but I'm going with Don't Get Captured. All right. Let's go. We got Odd Future <laughs> with their video, Rella, going up against Black Dog. Thought versus everybody. Black Dog. Going yeah. Thought versus everybody. Yeah, the Odd versus Future video everybody. was weird. Yeah, it was too much for me that uh, Rella. Yep. Black Dog. You going black thought? I am on an island on this because I'm gonna go Rella. But uh, you know what? This one, <laughs> this one was 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 interesting because in the in the black thought video, you got all these imagery of, of historical black leaders and uh, these these disciplined men, and then you got like our future a video with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sla- like slapping the black off people, literally slapping the black off people, and like <laughs> e- ejaculating lasers that turn people into kittens. It was just like <laughs> it, was, it was memorable. It was definitely memorable. And then you had the, the Tyler imagery. Like it was memorable, man. Like that was probably like the first video I saw from Our Future, and I was like, "Yo, I like these dudes. Like they, they, they doing something a little different." Um, not to take nothing away from Black Thought. Y'all know I love Black Thought, but. Um, something, something different like being shirtless with a blonde wig and some sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't <laughs> never seen that before, that exact imagery. <laughs> you weren't seeing it asking. then. Yeah, I'll tell you that. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I, I seem to remember uh, somebody else doing that about 15 years prior. Yes, you are correct. You are correct. Yeah. Who, Cisco? No, no. <laughs> no. Shout out the three stacks my man that out the three stacks all right next up we got childish gambino with this is america going up against action bronson baby blue i'm going <laughs> this is america that's the show that, that i mean that's the video that kind of launched the show this is america this is america i did love action bronson that 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 whole coming to america like parody, it was just great. I loved it, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go. This is America. All right, that is unanimous. All right, next up, this one is interesting. We got Atmosphere with Lovely featuring Nikki Jean going up against RMR Rascal. I'm just going to say RMR Rascal. I don't <laughs> agree. have to say anything else. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to say it, Rascal. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Same. <laughs> Who you got, Reggie? I'm sorry. What was the uh, the two? I'm sorry. Atmosphere with love and RMR Rascal. Uh, I'm gonna go Rascal. All right, Rascal, it is. I'm gonna hey, go man. ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lovely, man. I'm gonna go lovely, but mm. RMR wins. Nick, Nikki Jean made that video, so <clears throat> yeah, she was uh, mm-hmm. she was she was doing a thing. She's quite quite the thespian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, my it, it held my attention too. Indeed. All right, rascal advances for curing racism. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got Run the Jewels, A Christmas Miracle, going up against J. Cole, Middle Child. 
I'm going Christmas Miracle. Middle child. Just, for, just the <laughs> the Christmas card double head picture that was cracking me up every yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going Middle Child though. The optics of that video when I saw it, when I looked at it again, I hadn't really paid that much attention to it, but it it, it has some it has some cool optics to it. Indeed, indeed. I liked Middle Child. I just I just felt the video really didn't get going to the very end. Mm. It was it was cool. It was dope. It had some nice imagery, but you know, the 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 point he was trying to drive home, you don't really get it to like the last thirty seconds of the video. So, where I felt where I whereas I felt a Christmas miracle was was good all the way through. Yeah, um, yep. I didn't hear your vote, Zach. What did you? Yep. Did you? Chris, Christmas miracle for sure. Okay. All right. Christmas Miracle advances. All right, next up, we got Little Sims with Point and Kill right. going up against Murr's Okie Dog. <laughs> I'm going to go with Murr's. Murr's against who? Little Sims, Point and right. Kill. Okay. Huh. I, I, I went Point and Kill, but that, that Okie Dog, that was interesting. It just, it felt right. weird. Watching it the whole time, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I it hilarious. <laughs> my, my little Sims is cute. Uh, I'm gonna go Okie Dog. All right, I'm gonna go Okie Dog as well. I didn't hear Jamil. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go little Sims on this one. Mm. I did like the Okie Dog right. though. All right. I love Lucy Lou face in the, at the end. <laughs> Why he couldn't have no sisters? Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Reggie, who you got? I, I was the first one to say uh, Okie Dog. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Merge squeaks by. <clears throat> My son loves that song, too. That's funny. It is funny. It is funny. Gotta make sure I turn down them cuss words, though. Yes, indeed. <laughs> there are a few. <laughs> really? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Okie Dog Advance. All right, next up, we got the Avalanches featuring Sonny Chiba from Camp Low. Because I'm me going up against Tyler, the creator, Yonkers. Right. Yeah, I'm going Yonkers. Avalanches. This nigga ate a roach, man. Avalanches. Yeah, I got to go with the Avalanches, too. Who you got, Vince? I went because I'm me, man. I That one, I... I... That little boy, man, pop locking. Oh, I just, I, I, I enjoyed the whole video, man. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's, it's some, it's some deep meanings and symbolism in that video. I didn't realize it when I first watched it, but like, the dude who's rapping, Sonny Chiba, like, he's actually the boy, and I didn't get that on the first listen. Um, huh. why, is, why is this little boy trying to talk to this grown woman? You know, right. And uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. Plus, the break dancing was on point. You know, the band in the subway, very very well done video. All right, next up we got Wale <laughs> with "Poke It Out" going up against Freddie Gibbs. God dang, poke it out. God, God dang, Freddie, you lost. Poke it out yeah. for reasons that don't need to be explained. Poke it out. I'm going god dang because it, it kind of gave me a five heartbeat slash temptations kind of vibe to it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'm go with god dang too 
Oh man, that means I gotta break the tie. I don't poke it out, then. I don't just gotta flip no CD. Nah. <laughs> right, man. <laughs> that CD's unfair. <laughs> man, I, I like God dang man, but I really like poke it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really like poke it out. I'm gonna go poke it out. Freddie Gibbs is hilarious, and you got to see his his sense of humor in that video mm-hmm. on full display. But um, I gotta go poke it out. It it, it it was a nice body positive message behind the song too. So, dude, Meatloaf was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, the 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 song also makes the video too with with the wild. I mean, I'm sorry, with the Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. It's like the song punched up the video, in my opinion. But, yeah, um, it did. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to go with, with Wale. Imagine that. All right. Next up, we got Killer Mike with Reagan going up against Rhapsody, Iptahaj. Rhapsody. Tough. On Reagan. Which one is tough? That's because Zach don't like black women. <laughs> Quiet, quiet. I hear KS in it. You had a semi-automatic on that one, too. You, <laughs> you popped him quick. <laughs> but bang! Uh, All right, Zach, Zach's rolling with uh, Killer Mike. Jamil's rolling with Iftahaj. Yes, sir. I got Rhapsody as well. I, I, I don't. I don't believe I ever said anything. I said this. Yeah, hard. Was, that was me. Oh, that, that was, was Reggie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, saying rap. I'm. A, I'm gonna go with Iftahaj. I mean, up up until this point, I didn't even know how you pronounced that video, but uh, I'm I'm going Iftahaj. <laughs> All right. I think. So yeah, I guess, I guess. I guess. I got to go. With the it's a funny bit. <laughs> 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 like that old man going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rhapsody uh, squeaks by with Iptahaj. I like that video, man. It was dope. It had, had uh, it was. had uh, Roxanne Shante, Jizza. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like, I like, I like D'Angelo. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it was funny. He didn't appear in the video. Nah, no, he didn't. But you know, showing all the women and with the with the hijabs on, I thought that was a nice little touch. I was, that's that's a slice of Black America that we don't get to see a lot of, you know, especially in videos. You know, it's like I I went to school. I went went to grammar school with uh, uh, not a whole lot, but a handful of Sunni uh, traditional Sunni Muslims who were Black who used to wear those. The women would have to wear those, but. Uh, yeah, they be they be doing it up. They be doing it up. But uh, all right, Rhapsody Iftahaj advances. Next up, we got Kendrick Lamar with All Right going up against Nicki Minaj Anaconda. All right, let's get this out the way. Much uh, all right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with All Right as well. Well, because I'm a, a bit of a nerd for hip hop and a historian, I appreciate when there's an homage to. The previous generation. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and go with Anaconda. Really? Wow. Because uh did y'all see them J's she had on? Them blue and pink, <laughs> the blue and pink sevens. Thank you, man. TNA jiggle jiggle. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know, but I don't 
Well, I'm not going to. I don't want to say what I want to say, but. I'm actually yeah. going Anaconda, too. What? Okay. I told, no, don't get I told me wrong. The, the, the album was, I mean, the video was actually cool. Like, the way it was arranged. I just. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> we can't have too many of these. Uh, no, I'm it. just, I didn't think she, I thought she could have danced better. Danced? Okay. All right. I'm just saying, like, if you got all this asset, like, what's I like how you said that. Like, I like how you said that. What's, what's, like, this is all you can give? Like, what's, she, what's she, with it? Like, yeah, she can't, she can't dance. I figured that out on the Big Sean video. Yeah, so I'm like, well, if this is what I'm getting for this Anaconda hey, video, man, hey, this is trash. It's okay. Trash, I, it's okay. It's okay. I can't dance. Either. It's all right, baby. <laughs> I can't dance, but I got rhythm. Indeed, when they pounce. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm about to take so, a sip of uh, Evan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, then it's gonna be all right. It is gonna be all right. So we Kendrick back to wins. Kendrick wins. <laughs> Y'all like being depressed, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Try and bring hey, some man. color and life to your life. Plus, hey man, plus, I feel had, there's a better Kendrick is, Lamar video on this bracket. All you have to do is dance better, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I'm surprised that you, Reggie. I thought you were for sure going to go Anaconda, but all right. Hey, man, I was disappointed, man. It was like seeing a horror film and, and seeing the Micah Butter, the killer. Like, all right, <laughs> who did this film? <laughs> Who's directing this, man? All right, man. Next up, we got Danny Brown. Ain't it funny? Going up against <laughs> Cool Keith and MF Doom, superhero. I'll go I'm with go superhero. I'm going Danny Brown. That yep. was hilarious. Danny? Yeah, it was. Ain't it funny? It was hilarious. Thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> All right. I'm going okay. Danny. Okay. So, that man, that's 4-1, Danny Brown. Uh, ain't it funny? Okay. Um, I didn't know you was a, a Doom fan, uh, Vince. Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily, but like the video was the video was cool. It was interesting. Yeah, like also, also had some fun good stuff. Yeah, good, good visuals to it. Like, yeah, I liked it. Okay, okay, respect, respect. All right, I, I'm, I'm going with the Danny Brown. I thought going with like aping a whole like '80s sitcom. You know, was hilarious, you know, and the laugh track and all of that. And Danny Brown, he's just underrated, period. You know what I mean? I think this is one of the best videos he's done, if not the best video he's probably done. But yeah, he he's 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 mad underrated and he's trying to tackle a, a serious subject in the video. So I, I, I love Ain't It Funny. All right. Next up, we got Royce to Five Nine featuring West Side Gun with Overcomer. Going up against Vince Staples, Law of Averages. Yeah, this was a messed up uh, first round, first round comp- uh, competition. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Law of Averages on this one though. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go the same way. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Law of Averages. Yep, same. I liked Overcomer, but once did too. Once Takashi became irrelevant. So did that video a little bit. Yeah. I can see that. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, nobody cares anymore. You know what I mean? Like, 
the, the universe took care of this you know what i mean so no no need to dwell on it i do think that beat change and overcomer was one of the sickest beat changes like i've ever heard you know what i mean <clears throat> when they bring in that soul sample after uh right after west side gun but um yeah yeah i'm gonna go law averages you know that's a sweep man law of averages all right all right vince votes for vince all right so next up we got Kendrick Lamar with King Kunta going up against Sampa the Great Final Form I went Final Final Form yeah Final Form yep Final Form that melody was nice All right, Uh, Reggie who you got I got Final Form Final Form okay All right. the crew loves Sampa the Great Final Form I was deaf All right. Uh, that video was dope. That was dope. It was it was almost like a doper version of the little Sam's point and kill video. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. But uh man, King Kunta, go back and check that out. That was a good video. It was better than I remember. I mean, I, mean, I do have I do had a I do have like an, an affinity for like just those kind of bare bones uh neighborhood showing you know where you came from type of videos similar right. to the to the law of averages but law of averages did it better yeah and there was some there was some deeper messages thrown in there with the law averages uh king king kunta did have some thick women's though that is the truth indeed indeed all right next up this is an interesting one we got thundercat with dragon ball durag <laughs> Well, I'm just going to say Dragon Ball do that <laughs> yeah. just to give it some love. Just to give it some love. He's like, let me let me let me wrap, let me put on for my boy. <laughs> Going up against Running the Jewels and Big Grams, Born to Shine. So I'm I'm actually not even just to give it love. Um I'm going with the uh the ThunderCat too. I really didn't like that Running Jewels video like that. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm a sucker for animation, but I gotta go with Thundercat. I'm going for Thundercat just because of the name. I didn't see neither, neither one of these videos, but the name alone. <laughs> oh, bro, you gotta wait. You haven't seen. You haven't seen Dragon Ball Durag? No, you gotta I watch seen. that. You gotta watch that video, bro. <laughs> oh man, very very entertaining. Who, who who'd you have, Zach? I'm gonna go Born to Shine. All right, I respect it. I did enjoy that video. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, I like how he mi- they mimicked the whole uh, R. Crumb animation design and everything. I thought that was a nice touch, but it was it was still felt kind of updated, you know. Yeah, if he was still alive, I'm sure that's exactly the type of art and animation he would be doing. But um, all right, and I also like Dragon Ball Durag because it shows no matter what, keep shooting your shot. There's always one. Somebody, somebody going. Yes, yes, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Somebody, somebody. somebody. <laughs> All right. Looks like we lost Vince, but hopefully I had to pull out the uh, the CD. All right. Next up, we got Jay Z with the story of OJ going up against Schoolboy Q, John Muir. Story of OJ. Story of OJ. Yep. I like that John Muir too. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Story of OJ. I gotta go, John Muir. Okay. Story of OJ. 
ਪਾ ਕੇ ਹੁੰਨੇ ਆਲ ਰਾਈਟ ਸਟੋਰੀ ਆਫ ਓਜੇ ਐਡਵਾਂਸਸ ਆਲ ਰਾਈਟ ਨੈਕਸਟ ਅਪ ਵੀ ਗਾਟ ਰਨ ਦ ਜੂਲਸ ਵਿਦ ਡੋਨਟ ਗੈਟ ਕੈਪਚਰਡ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਅਪ ਅਗੇਂਸਟ ਬਲੈਕ ਥੌਟ ਥੌਟ ਵਰਸਸ ਐਵਰੀਬਾਡੀ ਆਮ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਡੋਨਟ ਗੈਟ ਕੈਪਚਰਡ ਡੋਨਟ ਗੈਟ ਕੈਪਚਰਡ ਯੇ ਆਮ ਗੋ ਆਮ ਗੋ ਡੋਨਟ ਗੈਟ ਕੈਪਚਰਡ ਆਮ ਗੋ ਡੋਨਟ ਗੈਟ ਕੈਪਚਰਡ You like the thought the black thought better Zach? Yeah, I did actually. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, next up we got Childish Gambino. This is America going up against RMR Rascal. This is America. Yeah, I'm going this is America. Yeah, I'm going this is America. This ain't even hard for me. Yeah, that with that matchup, yeah, this is America. Yeah. All righty. All right, shout out to RMR. Uh all right, next up we got Run the Jewels with a Christmas Miracle going up against Okie Dog. Hmm. I'm going Run the Jewels. I'm still going Okie Dog. I'm going to go Okie Dog. Mm. Oh. I'm going Run the uh, uh, Christmas Miracle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we got tie. All right, let me flip this CD. God dog it. That CD racist. It's a Drake CD, <laughs> by the way. See? Yeah. Told you it's yeah, he was he was correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh let's see. Christmas Miracle was a higher seed. So here's Christmas Miracle Tales, Okie Dog. Oh, we got Okie Dog. Told you. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> We got Okie Dog. All right. <clears throat> Okie Dog advances. All right. Next up, we got the Avalanches because I'm me going up against Wale. Poke it out. Hmm, poke it out. Let me think about this one. I did like the Avalanches, but the thickness in Poke It Out was uh, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty legendary. <laughs> I'm going to say poke it out. Damn. And, and, and they could dance. And they could dance. <laughs> <laughs> they could dance. <laughs> Y'all seriously about to take out the avalanches? It's a, the uh, dancing is important. They had heavy artillery and poke it out, bro. They did. They did. I ain't going to lie. They did. They, they brought out the big guns. <laughs> All right. Zach, Zach and Jamil going poke it out. Well, who you got, Reggie? I said, poke it out first. Poke it out. Oh, wow. All right. Wale is three to one, because I was going to go to Avalanches. Wale, poke it out. Is Wale going to win a bracket in, on vibes and stuff tonight? That'll be, that'll be a first. All right, next up, we got... <laughs> we got Rhapsody Iftahaj going up against Kendrick Lamar. All right. Uh, all right. I don't even need to think about that one. I'm, I'm going to go Rhapsody. I'm going to go Ipsahaj. Mm. I think I'm going Rhapsody, too. Guess I got outnumbered. <laughs> Where's Vincent? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> who, who you got, Jamil? I got Ipsahaj. Oh, you got Ipsahaj. Okay, all right. There, it is settled. All right, Rhapsody, Ipsahaj advances. All right, next up, we got Danny Brown. Ain't it funny? Going up against Vince Staples, Law of Averages. 
Some of the hey. live averages. I'm going ain't it funny. I'm gonna go Danny Brown. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I they both. They both. Yeah, and they both like obscure artists. Artists, rather. Um, I guess I'm gonna go with Danny. All right, Danny Brown advances. All right, ain't it funny? All right, next up we got Sampa the Great with Final Form going up against Thundercat Dragon Ball Do Rag. Final Form. Yeah, I'm going Final Form. I, I, <laughs> I like the Thundercat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Final Form though. <laughs> I'm gonna go, man. I, I really like the Thundercat, I'm but I gotta go Final Form. What? Okay. Right. Well, I'm going Thundercat because <laughs> that's my dude. Gonna, gonna go down with the ship, then, huh? Yup. Play my violin right now as we speak. <laughs> and the band played on. <laughs> All right, sample the Grave Final Form. Man, do I want to go? <sighs> Do I want to go sample? Do I want to go Thundercat? Come on, Chew from the hip. I'll go with sample. I'll go with sample. Because I just thought of something. The, the Thundercat ain't really technically hip hop. Fair. Yeah, You know, but it got out the first round, so props to that. I, I, I do love that video, though. <laughs> All right, we got our Elite Eight. Uh, next up, we got the story of OJ going up against Don't Get Captured by Runner Jewels. Mm. OJ. Hmm. Oh, that's tough. It is, because they're tackling some similar... Yeah. yeah. Similar themes. And very uniquely in both cases. I'm going to go story of OJ, just because Runner Jewels got like a thousand videos on that list. All right. <clears throat> I'm going run the jewels. It's going run the jewels. Oh man, so it's up to me. Um, huh. I, I can't front. I got to give credit where credit is due. I'm gonna go story of OJ. And that's a good choice. I'm gonna go story of OJ. All right. Next up, we got Childish Gambino. This is America. Going up against Murs, Okie Dog. We go this this is America. America. I don't think that's a, even a yeah. That's easy decision. That's this is America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's taking it in a sweep. This is America. I'd like to have seen Childish Gambino go against uh, Story OJ. I mean, this is America. That oh, it will. It will next round. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got Wale with Poke It Out going up against Rhapsody If the Hodge. Videos with conflicting imagery. Yeah, this is this is, this is definitely a hard subject here. This is this is, this is respectability politics versus uh, raw animalistic nature. <laughs> I would say that this is about uh, freedom. Freedom versus uh, <laughs> this is actually, what it's this is probably a- freedom in either case, <laughs> right? It's presented, what, what it's this is about 
what this is really about, Jamil, is a, a choice of dance versus not choice of dance. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's all about empowering women all the way all the way around, personally. In my true, opinion, true. That's, that's what I that's what Very I true. That's what, that's what you feel. Very, that's that's what that's what yes. I feel. So in huh? this in the in the uh, with respect to uh empowering the the thorough sex, I'm gonna go with poke it out. <laughs> and I will agree with you, sir. <laughs> poke it out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna be an adult here and I'm gonna choose uh, <laughs> Oh, ain't that more grown than what I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Rhapsody. I, I think the this is gonna sound pretentious, but I, I think that the color palettes were a little bit more striking in that video. Um, you know, the scenery changes and whatnot. Um, Poke it out does have its charm, oh, but yes, I, yes. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Ipta Hajj. So is, is that a tie? Looks like Hit it. the Hodge. It is a tie. Is All right. Vincent left. Come on, Drake. So I got to <laughs> flip this Drake. All right. Drake don't po- like black people. <laughs> Poke it out Wait, here. Which, which album? Do, I mean, which video think Drake is going to pick? We already won, Zach. I ain't even worried about it. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know. He, he could be very introspective sometimes. By but himself. Heads, heads poke it out. Uh, 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 Rhapsody, uh, Iptahaj Tales. All right, here we go. Oh, man, we got Rhapsody. Oh, now nah, I know you lying. See? Look at that. See? <laughs> nah, man. Like, hey, 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 Ian, light skin prevails, man. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Exactly. I ain't going front. Like, like, poke it out is is a great video. Like, is is definitely got its charm. Um, would have would have been crazy. I thought poke it out was gonna face off with Anaconda. Yeah, that would have been nice. interesting. Mm-hmm. And that would have that would have been an easy one for me. That would have been I easy agree. for me too. I agree. So. All right, there you have it. So Rhapsody squeaks by on a CD flip. Next up, we got Danny Brown. Ain't it funny? Going up against Sampa the Great, final form. Hmm. I'm going Sampa the Great. Yeah. I didn't hear the first one. Danny Brown, ain't it funny? Okay. Hmm. I'm going Sampa the Great, too. I think I'm going to go Sampa the Great as well. That final form is. Um, I like the Danny Brown a lot. So I mean, it don't matter at this point. I, I'm gonna I'm go ahead. I'm gonna I'm I'm throw in my vote for Danny as a, as a protest vote. But Sampa the Great takes it three one. I'm not mad at that at all. All right, so we got our final four. All right, final four. We got Jay Z with the story of OJ going up against This Is America. That was an interesting one. Two two outstanding videos. Yes. I'ma say this. Hopefully I can I can I can sway somebody. While I love the story of OJ, uh, I think it's a very important callback to black Americans being viewed as subhuman. And the things Jay-Z was talking about, I think, were were, were fairly relevant. 
Um, I, I think sometimes like what he throws out there in terms of how he feels he's helping people, I think there's more stuff that that needs to be more fleshed out in his messaging as far as like how do you get from point A to point B? Like, like say I had the disposable income to buy art, like where would I even go to do such a thing or make such a purchase? Who do I talk to? What connections do I need to have? Um, I think that that's kind of what's missing from this, you know, the quote unquote mature Jay-Z that, that, that we have today. That being said, I'm going to go with This Is America because if I recall correctly, that was all done in one shot. And I don't know if y'all know oh, anything wow. about filmmaking, but like that's extremely hard to do to have all the extras in the right spot, to have everything go right, to have the guns fire like they're supposed to. Hmm. I take that back. One shot. Mo- most of it was done in one shot. I take that back. The very end, of course, when he's running towards the screen, of course, that's a different shot. Right. But still, that's still, that's impressive. But if you follow the video, it's like, oh, man, they did this in one shot. Like, so because of the, the, the technical skill involved, I'm going to go with This Is America. I didn't even need all that. I was going This Is America. Just the, the story of OJ was was incredible for what it was and i think the animation was a good choice for that one see the 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 sambo character you know presented with that song but this is america was like it was think piece after think piece after think piece you know trying to break that whole thing down and all the little hidden hidden uh jewels that was that was kind of webbed throughout that one okay so we got we got with the story of oj so it's two versus one so far. All right, Zach. This yeah, uh, is back. Oh, good. good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm back. That 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 story of OJ it, it hits because uh, well I don't need to explain y'all know what it's about. It is it it touches me because you know and me I'm in IT so you know I get to see a whole lot outside of you know. Our community, so it, it, it and it don't matter. I, I've, I've had an Indian dude call me a great colored guy, and and mm-hmm. meant and meant and meant absolutely no malice with it. He he was the coolest dude you'll ever meet, but based on you know his impact, you know what he's influenced by. So I gotta go story OJ. Zach, did you explain to him that like if he stayed at the other other, other other black people, they reserve the right to f him up? <laughs> I, I did pull him over to the side, and, and, and actually, no, it was a white dude. One white dude pulled him off to the side too, and was just like, "Hey, man, this ain't 1967. Like, my dude, you, you know, we ain't coloreds no more." <laughs> dude must have had a black girlfriend or something. Oh man. Wow. He, he he's definitely he was a boomer but he was a boomer that moved to this country like a long time ago so mm. Mm. so sorry OJ I'm, yeah. I'm going with that here's something that they said on Fox News <clears throat> basically <laughs> so to break the tie I would say the story of OJ that um that had more of a focal point of the video and also i think kind of like kind of like the start of what i call the adult uh 
grown man rap. Like it was a shift in uh, what, what Jay Z was really talking about when he was rapping, and you know, you got people after him doing that. You know, Nas is doing it now. It only took him thirteen albums to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, it, it made. Hey, 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 hey! Let's stop the bashing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it made. You it made get it a cool. off of Jay Z, oh. man. He know what girls like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it made it cool. He made he made it cool for older guys to still rap. You know, because you know they everybody was assuming it was a, a young man's game. You know, the, the genre of hip hop. Like you, like you, you can age out of that that uh art that style of making music mm-hmm. but not anymore so i go with the story of oj all right unpopular opinion and eh, let me not go there <laughs> let me not go there mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna get off into another discussion it's a story of oj wins three two it's in the finals all right Next up, we got Rhapsody with Iftahaj going up against Sampa the Great, Final Form. Um, I'll say Iftahaj. Yeah, I'm the, um, I don't. It's, it, it was that uh, a New York? Is she from New York? No, she's from uh, North Carolina, but she she lives. Okay. Iftahaj well, is from like, New York. She's from Jersey. She's okay. from Jersey. No, 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 not not Rhapsody. The the woman she rapping about. No, no, or she's from, the, the, no, but right, Rhapsody from North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it just it it was so fun and loving to see. It was warm, you know. It, it, it took me back to the days where people, where kids played outside. It had that colorful. Uh, it got that that nineties colorfulness, like the the the, the in living color bright greens and blues and reds and uh it just took me back to that mindset because we don't see that anymore we don't see kids outside playing like that you know and um that's what i really love the most about that video i'm going final form i'm gonna go i'm gonna go final form as well um final form for me too I felt the choreography. I, I I get what everybody's saying, and I already stated it with the color palettes in Iftahaj really work. I just the the choreography and the imagery and final form to me just was just outstanding. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Sampa too, which will bring Sampa the Great into the finals. Gets by on one vote. And it is facing off with Jay-Z, the story of OJ. So we have Jay-Z, the story of OJ versus Sampa, the great final form. These are not the two I expected to go in the finals. One of them I did expect. I, I, I It's something about that OJ video that I, I like it too, but it's something about it. It's just, it, it mystifies other niggas. It's like... It's like, like it's it's cool, you know what I mean. But I like, I feel that there are videos on this bracket that were a little better. But well, I think the thing about the story of OJ is the the artist that put it out. You know, he has a, a wider reach than artists who might do, you know, something kind of avant garde as well. But they're just not gonna get the same eyeball. So when you see somebody like a Jay Z who is known, really, you know, everything has been about 
you know, cars and jewels and, you know, the stunt. And then this is completely different from just about everything else done. That's it. Yeah, I thought I was going to go with the sample. I'm going to go with OJ on this one, though. <laughs> I'm, yeah, going with- I'm going I'm going with OJ, too. Um, I think it's just for everything kind of everybody else been touching on. But, I mean, <clears throat> also, too, I mean, I think the imagery is such... Uh, it's so profound in terms of what it represents. I mean, we already know that, you know what I'm saying, black people were depicted to look like that in cartoons and and any other character characters and newspapers and and all the other sorts so um the fact that he actually chose that to represent this video i think it just nobody first of all expected it number one and then number two i think it was so fitting it you know it just made sense you know what i mean so it works perfectly with what he's talking about how it's depicted and so forth so a perfect marriage with it okay so we got two for oj i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna put my vote in for sample the great reason being I, I it's not that i don't like the story of oj video but it to me it represents how we were once seen and i, I do while i do think it's important to reclaim those images as black people i think the sample the great kind of reminds us of what we also were the, the like the flip side of that coin and where we really come from as opposed to how we were seen <clears throat> once we were brought over here, you know, and our images weren't how we were, our images were presented to the rest of the country wasn't under our control. Um, and while I do think it's important to reclaim those images, I think it's also j- just as important, if not more important, to not forget the images of where we actually do come from. Plus, the choreography was really dope. So I'm going sample the great. I, I, I'm I, I gotta go with the story of OJ because you know you, you, you got light niggas you got dark niggas you got faux niggas you got <laughs> real niggas you know what I'm saying you 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 everybody knows at least one of these kind of niggas rich nigga poor nigga house nigga field nigga uh, you you know one of these field nigga and, I know I know all of them see you know what I'm saying <laughs> every everybody knows at least one or all. So it just, it just, it's very profound to me that, that I got to go with that story, OJ. I would like to, I would like to add too, kind of piggybacking on Ian though. I'm, there's a generation of, of individuals that did not know or never seen those cartoons. Yeah. Right. Until right. Jay-Z put it in that song because I actually met somebody and he was trying to understand like what, what was so controversial about the video. Really? And so a dude from my job was explaining it to him. He had no idea. Mm. Oh wow! What generation was it? Until was he saw the video. Or? Huh? How, how how old was he? Just out of curiosity. He he's eighteen at the time. Okay. Yep. So he he was like saying he he had he had never, you know, he didn't know nothing about it. Oh, so I need to take him to a museum. But there's a lot of kids out here like that. Like I'm dealing a lot with of that out here. out here, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah cause I just I just met somebody that didn't know who Emmett Till was. Oh wow. <laughs> Chicago at that. Jeez. Wow. wow. That's that's profound. Until the, <laughs> until, the, until, the, until, the, until that movie came out. They was like, dude, I never even heard of it. I'm like, what? That's 
Dude, they made us watch the Emmett Till a video at his funeral, like, like in fourth grade. Like, yeah, I I agree, but some people didn't have those luxuries. Wow, man, I went to your average run of the mill hood school, hood grammar school. So, but that was why you had black but teachers. Saying, what, what if you didn't though? Right, because yeah. I I didn't actually. I didn't have those in school. That was mostly, at least not till I got to. Like my later um, grammar school, that stuff was stuff we had to learn in the house. Mm. I used to play that over there in uh, what Turner Drew over there in Princeton Park. Yeah. Wow. wow. All right, man. So congratulations to Jay Z for winning the best video since the year 2020 uh, with the story of OJ. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a top five video in my opinion of. You know, as far as videos since the 2010, in my opinion, so I'm not I'm not terribly mad at it. I, I do feel there are a couple of a couple other candidates that that were more deserving, but you know. Hey. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, OJ is good, but poke it out, poke it out <laughs> for the children, and poke it out is for the fellas, <laughs> and, and 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 some of the ladies <laughs> <laughs> that are willing. No. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So congratulations to that. All right. Next up, man, we're going to dive real quick into our album face off for the night. Um, this is one where I, I decided to put two native tongue debuts against each other. One being in one corner, we have a tribe called Quest with people's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm going up against De La Soul with their debut album, Three Feet High and Rising. Now, the, the tribe called Quest <clears throat> was released. April 10th, 1990 on Jive Records, clocking in at 14 songs in 64 minutes and was produced by A Tribe Called Quest. And then in, with De La Soul, their debut was released March 3rd, 1989 on Tommy Boy Records, clocking in at 24 tracks in 68 minutes, produced by Prince Paul. Um... So I will give it up to you all. If you all got a chance to check out these albums from these two legendary groups uh, this week and kind of do a brief review um, between these two albums, which one were y'all feeling more and why? I'll go. Um, so two obvious classics that, you know, both, both out the native tongue camp, so it's a, a little bit sacrilege, but that's what Ian likes to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, um, I can't never put a great album against an okay album, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, but you ain't got to break no up. A, you ain't got a great break up a crew though. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing about the people's instinctive travels, like you can still hear, even now, the influence through that not that that was the first album that you know used jazz samples in that way but it, like it, it just kind of took it up to a whole new level and then the um just kind of the growth from that you know everything that spawned out of that movement like we don't get Dilla without people's instinctive travels we don't get you know the whole i know they hate this 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 title but the you know the soul aquarium movement and a lot of the the neo soul that began to permeate like a lot of that came out of this album so how do you not like this is foundational that said i went with three feet high and rising 
Mm. Um, I just had, I just had more fun with that one. I just, I just had more fun with BPI and Rising. Um, I enjoyed uh, People's Instinctive Travels, although I'm gonna be honest, that's not my favorite tribe album. Mm, okay. um, but yeah, it was. I mean, it's, they're both. I was about to say they're both flawless, but that's not true. Um, there's a, a, a you can nitpick, you know, apart a couple things here and there, um, but ultimately, I. I I enjoyed the uh, Prince Paul's production on Three Feet a little bit more. And I wonder too, how much scarcity is coming into play too. Cause like you can listen to Tribe albums pretty, oh, easily, you're right. pretty easily, but if you don't have a um, physical copy of Daylight, it's gonna be a struggle. But yeah, anything that, that Paul did like early on is like a music nerd's paradise. Just trying to pick apart the, the samples that he used and how he flipped different stuff. And um, I don't know. I don't know if this is a, a violation of hip hop or not. But I feel like y'all might agree with me that Pasta Noose is a, a better rapper than Q-Tip or Fife. At this stage in the game, he was. I don't know if that changed. At this stage think, of the game, I think he will. I do think Q-Tip got better. Q-Tip got better. He never got better than Paz. Mm, it's, it's 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 apples and oranges because see, Paz has a different rhyme scheme. Agreed. Yeah, he he just, yeah he he. They're not the same type of MC. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound. I don't want to make it sound like I'm like I'm crapping on Tip. Like he can't rap. That's not that's not what I'm saying. But just bar for bar, I I think Pasta's a better MC. And uh, in the case of just these two albums, that coupled with I, I think I just had more fun with Two Feet High. Okay, understood, understood. Real quick though, since you brought it up, who do you think was a better producer at this stage, Q-Tip or Prince Paul? Hmm. Are we just talking about these two albums or overall? At this stage in the game. So I guess we talking about these two albums. Well, Prince Paul has done quite a bit before that, too, though. Yeah, his work with Stetsastonic. Exactly. Uh, I think I might have to get an edge for Prince Paul. Okay, okay. All right, I ain't mad at it. I think Prince Paul is one of the most underrated producers ever. Like he is. I agree. He is one of my personal favorites, you know. His his well, I'll get into that later. I get into that later. All right, um, Zach, I know you said you you unfortunately didn't have time to, to check out these two albums. It's all good. Uh, Vince, two pro black, <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Vince, man, in between these two albums, these two classics, uh, which one did you prefer and why? Well, I'll just say it early. I preferred Tribe Called Quest. Um, let me explain why. So, uh, Jamal, uh, that's always mix, mix your name up, man. I'm turning into old man. Jamil, <laughs> Jamil, what Jamil said was, was more fun. My explanation, as far as to quantify it, would be they don't, they plan too much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue that. 
get to the music. You know what it is? <laughs> this, this is honestly, this is honestly what I feel. I when I was going through it, I was like, it's hard to say. Like they, they both. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, kind of like a stalemate. Oh, hold on one second. Uh oh, we cry together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here, y'all. I'm okay, okay. Here. Um, so you guys are hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's a stalemate. If you go back in time to when they were made, they both had the same flaws and they both had the same strengths. Um, the delivery was was was. Uh, questionable on some songs for both albums you know uh but that's what they do but one album aged well mm. uh, one didn't age as well and i think uh three three feet and rising didn't age as well because they're playing too much you know uh, <laughs> you sound like a grumpy old man but i think you guys understand what i mean when i say that very much so. Very much like so. the way the way the music is done now, those type of intro interludes and stuff like that, like they just they kind of just get more down to the music now, and that's what uh, Tribe Called Quest did. And like if you if you if you was to go back in time and listen to it, I might say something different. But as far as like listening to it this time, it was like man, just get down to it. Y'all just y'all playing around too much, you know, like. But it was, you know, what I heard was good. What the album itself was, was it, it is a classic. Um, me, myself, and I, you know, the buddy. He, I like the, uh, I don't even know if I like the remix better because they both of them are good. Uh, but then you got those classics from Tribe, the Tribe album that I would say even the more, the less, the less involved hip hop fan or hip hop enthusiast would know more of Tribe Called Quest when you say the titles of songs than you would De La Soul. Oh, okay, the more casual fan. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the more casual fan. That's a better way to say it. Um, okay. So I, I went with the Tribe, but I mean, just because of the uh, how it aged. Okay. All right. Understood. I completely understand. All right, Reggie, man. Between these two albums, man, which one were you feeling more and why? I um um I went with um I didn't really get a chance to listen to um the Daylight um in its entirety. Um I've listened to it or heard it before. Um actually, you know, of course both albums, but I, I just had I didn't get a chance to preview it um for this this challenge and um, with that being said just off memory I'm going to go with the tribe uh, no real reason behind it just going to go with the tribe <laughs> <laughs> alright 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 let me see if I, if I can try to come in here and articulate things um, uh, man both these albums are a great time like listening to both these albums it, it was like getting together with old friends man um the 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 it's funny because the tribe has only got 14 songs but the daylight has 24 yet there's there's only like a four minute difference in runtime now 
the daylight i really enjoy it man there, there were some songs on here that i forgot about like jennifer taught me and ghetto thing that i just and plug tuning that I, I forget i forgot we're on the album and i was like yo these are some pretty good tracks however sonically they kind of I'm not gonna say sonically they throw too much at you, but content-wise they throw too a little too much at you, and it's a it's a lot to digest because there's a lot of wild pendulum swings on the album, and with that comes a few more skips than what was on the tribe. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with the tribe. I, I unpopular opinion, man. I never liked I left my wallet in El Segundo. That ain't that unpopular. I never liked that song, and I love Tribe, but I was like, yo, I don't know why they released this as a single. I'm not feeling it like that. That's a skip for me. Public Enemy is a skip for me. And Youthful Expression is a skip for me. Everything else on this album is gold. Footprints, Luck of Lucian, Foot, uh, um, uh, Go Ahead in the Rain, Mr. Muhammad, uh, uh, Rhythm, The Art of Moving Butts. It's like, even Ham and Eggs is dope. You know, rapping about being vegetarian and whatnot at a time where that was kind of like, a new thing, very a very new right. thing. Um, mm. And I felt production-wise, the tribe did a way better job at creating atmosphere and keeping you steeped in almost like a dreamlike state throughout the whole runtime of the album. You know, the daylight does a good job keeping your attention as well. And I really like the humor. You know what I mean? Like, but I think for people who just want to hear some good tracks. I think the humor and the skits kind of will kind of wear thin on you a little bit. You know, um, I really love the first skit with the game show. You know, like, you know, how many feathers on a Purdue chicken? How many times did the Batmobile <laughs> catch a flat? Like, I forgot all about that. Like, I was honestly like chuckling out loud in my car today when I was I was listening to that skit. And if you got time for the foolishness, I totally understand picking a day by. You know, the combination of them and Prince Paul and hit with his particular brand of humor, I think is a winning combination. I'm a Prince Paul stan. I, I love the stuff he went on to do, you know, after he stopped producing for Daylight, like with stuff he did with Grave Diggers and Handsome Boy Marlin Score, yeah. uh, Negroes on Ice, you know, uh, the Psychoanalyst album. He's, he's got so much quirkiness in him, man. And it's just like, He's like he's like a bottomless whale when it comes to just quirky humor, and I, I, I always love that about him. But I think the the tribe did a, a better job being a more memorable album, you know, and a more potent album. It used its runtime a little better and a little bit more focused, you know. So, but I totally understand if somebody could go with Three Feet High and Rising because they do some stuff on that album that's production wise just hadn't been heard before you know i'm gonna read from um <clears throat> from uh what they said about wikipedia it says uh it consistently placed it's consistently placed on a list of greatest albums of all time noted by critics and publications calling it unlike any rap album you or anybody else has ever heard it was also selected by the library of congress as a 2010 addition to the national recording registry which selects recordings annually that are culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. And, um, you know, I, I agree, man. I agree. This is a great album. You know, even though I'm picking a tribe, it says here, as far as a tribe, it says the album played back production encompassed a diverse range of samples, which functioned as the template for their unorthodox lyrics. 
It was also met with acclaim from professional music critics in the hip hop community on release, eventually certified gold in the US. Its recognition over the years is widely regarded as a central album to alternative hip hop with its unconventional production and lyricism. So also agree on all points with that, you know, with the tribe. So uh, check out both these albums if you can. I know the De La Soul is a little harder to hunt down, but um, if you could if you could find it, give it a listen. Give it a listen. But me personally, I'm rolling with the tribe. You know, it's funny, Jamil. I know you said it's not your favorite tribe album. I don't think I don't think People's Instinctive Travel is anybody's favorite tribe album except for Pharrell. <laughs> yeah. You know. And I think Pharrell just says that because it sounds good. <laughs> I mean, we I think we all know the best tribe album is Midnight Marauders. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm always having arguments with Marcellus about this. <laughs> I mean, you, the, the argument can be made for low end theory. An argument could be made, but there were some skips on low end theory. So you saying Midnight Marauders didn't have any skips? It might have had one. Okay. I think I think Low End Theory might have had two. Sky Pager and um what was the other one? Sky Pager and um oh man, the what? Okay. I always skip those two. But okay. yeah, I, I think I think I think Midnight Marauders is, is is a markedly better album than Low End Theory. That's just me. I have an unpopular opinion on Tribe, but we we, we could do that at a later time. Oh, okay. All right. I'll put it on a syllabus then. Okay. All right. So that will bring us now to our uh, portion of the show where we cap everything off and share with the audience what we've been bumping for the past week or so, whether it be new, old, or just something the listeners have not heard before. So, Reggie, man, this week, what you been bumping? A lot of different things. In particular, I kind of told you about that that whole Iron Man and um, uh, oh, Purple Tape. So yeah. I listened to the, the a little earlier Wu-Tang and um, so I was doing that uh, went back to Pusha T of course but I also was listening to a lot of oh and the Kendrick of course we kind of talked about that as well but I was also listening to a lot of jazz so I was listening to uh, Peace of Mind by uh, Idris Muhammad which is actually um, it's called The Power of Soul Idris Muhammad is dope and then I was also listening to um, this, I also was listening to uh, a new a jazz group called Dami and JD Beck. Hmm. Okay. Um, they got signed to Anderson Pack's label. They actually pretty dope. Um, they only got a single though right now. They got two singles in fact, um, but they're super dope. Um, the single's called Smile, the first one, and the other one's called Thank You. But uh, two jazz albums. Um, I was also listening because I was in that jazz mood. I was listening to Trombone Short. He has an album called Lifted. Okay, I'm about to write um, these down. And um, I was also listening to Brandy Young again. The uh, the uh, what she what she got? She got the uh, harpist. She's a harpist. Oh yeah, yeah, I know about Brandy Young. Yeah, so I was listening to that. Um, I also listened to your Fly Anakin. 
which I think is good. It's definitely, it's definitely. Uh, I understand why you like it. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, but it, I thought, it is, I thought it you is. was gonna dig it because I'm like, man, if if you in the West Side Gun, you're likely gonna like Fly Anakin. No, listen, it's surprisingly, it's surprisingly good. I just don't really care for how he rhymes over the beat on not all the tracks, but majority of the tracks. Okay. But but still, it was dope. And you know what I'm saying because the music, you know what I'm saying, sonically was 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 still, and that was it, man. A lot of jazz, back to the pusher, the Kendrick, and that's it. I, I I downloaded the Black Keys new album, didn't get a chance to listen to it, so I'll talk about it on the next next time I'm on here. Okay, then for sure, for sure. All right, uh, Zach, man, this week what you been bumping? So this week I have been getting in touch with uh, my my uh, I wouldn't call it Violent Roots, but um, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, MOP. What's that album called? Warriors, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been old as ice. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so of course, obviously, you know, I, after I listen to the album, I'm, I'm I'm like, man, where's the uh, uh, the remix? You know what I'm saying of Annie Up? So. Yeah, obviously I'm I'm up there driving around, screaming that out. People are looking at me crazy, but yeah, that's what that's what I kind of been bumping this week. It's just man, I've been knocking that out. <laughs> of course, of course, and that that one that that's the one you don't listen to, Kai. You need to you know be in in the room with you know some some BSB and uh, you know just just kick back and, and absorb that one. But yeah, for sure, yeah, that's what I've been bumping. Indeed. All right, all right. Vince, this week, man, what you been bumping? Well, I've seen always revisit Tanner Talk. And, uh, That's got to make your, your mid-year list, bro, because you, you be bumping yeah. that every week. No, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, 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 it keeps me uh, at the right emotional balance for work. <laughs> uh, side, I ride a kid, what's it, the Shades of the uh, Shades in the Shadow? Mm, I the Shadow in the Shade. Shadow in the Shade, yeah. Um, I'm always listening to that in some way, shape, or form. But I was listening to Main Condition uh, as well. Uh, Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Uh, I don't even know how that started happening, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely what? happened. You ain't, um, cooking, you ain't cooking no cocaine chicken over there, are you? Close <laughs> <laughs> to the border. Then, uh, <laughs> then, uh my mom had called me and was at, and we had got to talking about Anita Baker and Patti LaBelle. Oh man. So I, I ended up listening to them. And uh, because my mother was talking about um, like Patti LaBelle, you know, she enjoyed her more, but I was like, I don't know, Anita Baker. I don't know. I'm, so going, I'm going with Anita Baker, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anita yeah. Baker. Exactly, so I went, I, I went listening to that but that that's uh that's what i could talk about it as far as of note what i was listening to this week okay all right jamil man this week what you been bumping so ironically vince uh i ended up going on a, a similar trip with some with some old r&b so i was bumping that bobby brown don't be cruel believe it or not <laughs> um that's too much bump though you know yeah, yeah. What it what it was for me, I was just trying to just play some different sounds around the house and um, 
for some reason Teddy Riley popped in my head and so I was playing a bunch of like Teddy Riley tracks and then I was like no well I think I want to hear this whole album so I went and was bumping that um obviously the Kendrick I uh, went back to that uh Push the T also was bumping Eric Sermon um the Eric Onassis joint and yeah. um that uh, Hitler, Hitler wears her mayor's eight, the, the, the sincerely eight off joint. That was about it for me. Okay. Excuse me. How you feel about that, um, that pussy too? It took me a couple of listens. Um, the first time I heard it, I was like, eh, it's all right. It grew on me though. I, I like it a lot. Um, the songs that I didn't like at first, like I didn't like that song with Kid Cudi at first. Um, but I went back and listened to it again. I like that one a lot. That one might be one of my favorites. But yeah, I think it was a solid project altogether. Yeah, I loved it, man. That, that, that verse from uh, Malice was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he. I guess he gave up. <laughs> he gave the Lord up. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was that was refreshing to hear him go in like that. Yeah, they, they had, and he had lighter tone music. He usually kind of seemed to be more aggressive, but he, it seemed like he took a different angle with his album, but it was, I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, all right. Me, myself, uh, I've been bumping, of course, the Kendrick, uh, the Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. It's been getting a huge chunk of my, my listening time, but uh, before that dropped, I was bumping a new uh, Flea Lord. Uh, Pray for the Evil 3 Probably my favorite Out the series Out of the Pray for Evil series Great, great EP Um, I've been bumping a new Zarface um, Zarmageddon Uh, That's pretty dope Uh, Jason hit me up and let me know about about that one dropping Um, I've been bumping a new Guilty Simpson EP Guilty by Association Only four tracks, real quick listen But solid, very solid um, and of course the Black Star album, No Fear of Time. I think it's funny nobody's nobody on the show has been pumping that. Oh, I forgot to mention it, man. I forgot to mention it. <laughs> but, uh, to. but shout out, shout out to uh, DJ Money in the Bank, man, for shouting me out online uh, for my Black Star review. Um, and uh, it's it's hey, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But shout out to DJ Money in the Bank. Uh, showing me some love and um stay tuned man stay tuned on the on the on the vibes and stuff podcast channel man we got some exciting stuff coming up man for some for, for some real hip-hop heads so stay tuned for that uh jamil you got any album anniversaries for us yes uh celebrating 10 years this week uh killer mike rap music mm. um celebrating 15 years this week we got um I just lost it. uh Marco Polo Port Authority oh wow nice 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 catch that's pretty wild I, we're finally starting to get get some albums um that came through now celebrating 20 years this week we got a bona fide classic and then one that Depending on who you ask, might be a classic. I'll let you decide which is which. I might already have them written down. (laughs) 
LP Fantastic Damage. Absolutely a classic. And Cameron, come home with me. <laughs> come home with me. Wow. Oh, man. 20 years. Wow. 20 years. For the cam. I, I, I knew we were coming up on the on the uh, Fantastic Damage uh, anniversary because I've been seeing some pieces popping up online about it. <clears throat> but uh, great album. Not for the faint of heart, though. No, that is that one ain't for everybody. Um, Did you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so celebrating 30 years this week. Oh, there's, there's one celebrating 20. You forgot, Jamil. Oh, forget celebrating 20 for this week. Uh huh. Black Alicia's Blazing Arrow. 2002. Mm-hmm. I missed that. That can't be this week. That wasn't this week. That was two weeks ago. You sure? April 30th. April 30th? Really? Okay. All right. Well, my mistake. Still still but, hit 20, but, though. I was going to say, hit 20 years, and it's definitely worth uh, definitely worth a shout-out. Had me scared for a second. 20 years ago. Crazy. Crazy. We're getting Y'all old, getting fellas. Old. Y'all getting old, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, celebrating 30 years this week is uh, X-Clan Exodus. And uh, I think we have one for 35. No, we didn't have anything for 35. That was it. You left one out 30. for 30. Man, stay. Stay trying to test my bona fide. Which one? <laughs> Gangstar. Daily operation. I think that was also two weeks ago. Was it? Okay, maybe I'm, I'm just late. I'm pretty sure because I knew it was coming up. Yeah. And I wasn't here last week. Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with that one because I was looking forward to it and then um, yeah that was May 5th I knew it was coming up and I, I missed that week okay okay alright cool cool alright so there you have it people thank you for them album anniversaries please go check those albums out if you have not done so already do, do a little homework do a little, do, little hip hop history and um, with that I want to thank you, gentlemen, for, for for logging on tonight and sharing your input on the show. Zach, you know, you're always welcome. And that'll be the show. I'm going to bid y'all adieu, and I'm going to say peace. I appreciate you having me. Peace out. Peace. 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 peace.